0: Hello and welcome to this edition of Consciousness Raising Online. Today I'm going to deal with a subject that uh, is actually 56 years old. And I'm doing it because it's just as relevant today as it was 56 years ago. And that's the Black Panther Party for Self-Defense 10-point platform and program what's the what what reality is is that there are a lot of people who think they know about the black panther party who don't know anything about the 10-point platform and program in other words is said what we want and what we believe so I want to go walk through that very quickly so that you will know what the 10-point platform and program was and is, and you can, re- you can uh, 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 judge it whether or not, even, even though it was 56 years ago, whether or not it's still valid today, okay, because I believe it is. Um, the Black Panther Party for Self Defense. That was the name of the party. Okay. And they put out a 10 point platform and program. Now understand this was 20, this was 56 years ago. They used the word platform. Nowadays we hear that word all the time. But uh back then that was strong for a black uh political party, homegrown, grassroots, okay? So they said what what we want and what we believe. Number one, we want freedom. We want freedom. We want power to determine the destiny of our black community. Now, why this is important is this. We got a certain amount of freedom but we got no power, we got no power. And think about it, freedom without power is, 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 is useless, okay? That was what we want, what we believe. We believe that black people will not be free until we are able to determine our destiny, that's power. Number two, We want full employment for our people. Hmm. We believe that the federal government is responsible and obligated to give every man employment or guaranteed income. Isn't that interesting? They used the term guaranteed income 56 years ago. And now that's something that's debated quite a bit. We believe that if the white American businessmen will not give full employment, then the means of production should be taken from the businessmen and placed in the community so that the people of the community can organize and employ all its people and give a high standard of living. Think about that. They are arguing right now in the Congress of the United States about whether or not to raise the federal minimum wage. Right now, it sits at $7.25 an hour. And it hasn't been raised in over 10 years. First of all, $7.25 is outrageous. It's outrageous. Um, I mean, stop and think about it. Could you live on $7.25 an hour? Um, I mean, and, and that's before taxes are taken out. So the idea that if full employment cannot come from the business community, then the means of production should be taken from the businessmen and placed in the community. Why that's important is that we are now understanding that in many black communities around the country, production, meaning the factories and the places that make stuff, were taken out of our communities. Uh, there was a disinvestment or deinvestment, which meant that the, the black people that were left in those communities had no way to produce anything on their own and to employ even our own children. We are in the second generation of not being able to employ our own children. And anytime you don't educate your children on your own and you don't uh, employ your children on your own, those children will eat that community alive. Number three, we want an end to the robbery by the white man of our black community. We believe that this racist government has robbed us And now we are demanding the overdue debt of 40 acres and two mules. 40 acres and two mules was promised 100 years ago as restitution for slave labor and mass murder of black people. We will accept the payment as currency which will be distributed to our many communities. The Germans are now aiding the Jews in Israel for the genocide of the Jewish people. The Germans murdered six million Jews. The American racist has taken part in the slaughter of over 20 million black people. Therefore, we feel that this is a modest demand that we make. 56 years ago, they were talking about reparations. Number four, we want decent housing, fit for shelter of human beings. And this is deep that 56 years later, our housing is worse. We have so many homeless people. We believe that if the white landlords will not give decent housing to our community, then the housing and the land should be made into cooperatives so that our community with the government aid can build and make decent housing for its people. Think about it. That's not really that, that that hard to do. Number five, we want education for our people that exposes the true nature of this decadent American society. We want education that teaches us our true history and our role in present day society. And we still trying to get that. 56 years later we believe in an educational system that will give to our people a knowledge of self sound like a uh, certain uh sound like a certain uh, Elijah Muhammad the honorable Elijah Muhammad right he talked about knowledge of self right <laughs> If a man does not have knowledge of himself and his position in society and the world, then he has little chance to relate to anything else. Wow. Number six, we want all black men to be exempt from military service. Now, you should understand 56 years ago, uh, there was a war in Vietnam and there was something called constriction. conscription or the draft and so when you turned 18 if you were male you had to register with the draft board and they would take folks and send them off to war okay so that's why you know they took muhammad ali's title from him he had to go all the way to the supreme court for them to say no y'all wrong for doing that and he came back and won his title back but understand why that was at that time so important. We believe that black people should not be forced to fight in the military service to defend a racist government that does not protect us. We will not fight and kill other people of color in the world who like black people are being victimized by the white racist government of America. We will protect ourselves from the force and violence of the racist police and the racist military by whatever means necessary. (laughs) So they quoted some Malcolm even. You see, this is the the 10 point platform and program of the Black Panther Party for self-defense. This is why you have very little knowledge of what that actually is. See, back then, if you were a member, if you wanted to be a member, you had to memorize, you had to learn the 10-point platform and program and follow it. The, the platform and program was a set of guidelines for all members to learn and follow. Number seven, we want an immediate end to police brutality and murder of black people. 56 years later, we're still fighting that one, ain't we? We believe we can end police brutality in our black community by organizing black self-defense groups that are dedicated to defending our black community from racist police oppression and brutality. Let me read that again. We believe that we can end police brutality in our black community by organizing black self-defense groups that are dedicated to defending our Black community from racist police oppression and brutality. The Second Amendment to the Constitution of the United States gives a right to bear arms. We therefore believe that all Black people should arm themselves for self-defense. It would also allow us, both Black men and women, to get control of our communities from the thugs who are running rampant in our communities with the with the acquiescence and aid of the white racist police because if you think all these young dudes out here shooting and killing black people you think they're doing that and the police don't know or are not aware of it and ask yourself this how come we have so many murders in our communities and nobody gets arrested I mean, the arrest rate is so low, it's it's like infinitesimal, less than 5% of the murders get anybody arrested. Come on. Okay. I bet if you you had white people getting murdered in a black community, they would find some people to arrest. See, isn't that interesting? Very few of these murders in the black community are white people getting murdered. Okay, and if you don't think white people come into the white, in the black community, ask somebody who lives in the black community. They come in and out of our communities all the time. Number eight, we want freedom for all black men held in federal, state, county, and city prisons and jails. Now, that might seem kind of radical, but 56 years ago, we believe that all black people should be released from the many jails and prisons because they have not received a fair and impartial trial. And that's still true. Number nine, and I'll go back to this just for a minute. Um, Virtually every single week in the United States of America, somewhere at least one person, usually and almost always black, is getting released from prison because they were convicted uh, unjustly or they're innocent and they've been proven innocent almost every single week. And sometimes multiple multiple releases. And so many times that people have done five, 10, 15, 20, 30 years or more and they were innocent. Okay, number nine. We want all black people when brought to trial to be tried in court by a jury of their peer group or people from their black communities as defined by the Constitution of the United States. We believe that the court should follow the United States Constitution so that black people will receive fair trials. The 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution gives a a man a right to be tried by his peer group. A peer is a person from a similar economic, social, religious, geographical, environmental, historical, and racial background. To do this, the court will be forced to select a jury from the Black community from which the Black defendant came. We have been and are being tried by all white juries That have no understanding of the average reasoning man of the black community and even all the way up to the supreme court we have had times when the courts have said um we don't have to do that in fact they fight very much to have as white a jury as possible when it comes to black people and trust me they fight it like crazy if something happens in a particular situation where you got a mostly black jury uh trying a white person i forget which guy it was uh one of one of uh, trump's people was on trial in washington dc and he had, it, it turned out there was a mostly black jury this dude went ballistic and his lawyers were right there with him saying he can't get a fair trial. This jury is too black. Oh, no, they were saying he, he needs a jury of his peers. So all of a sudden, black people weren't his peers. And, and of course, they found his ass guilty as hell. <laughs> anyway, but just to show you how, how nasty it gets, there have been black judges who have been overruled when they ruled. As the law said, if it, if it went against a white person, all of a sudden they, they overrule uh, the, the appeals courts of white judges will overrule a black judge say you don't get to, you don't get to do this And why that's real important, I go back to the police. you know there's a, there's a, you know the police departments all over the country shoot and kill unarmed black people. But I don't know of any cases where black police shoot and kill unarmed white people. Find it for me. Everywhere, I mean, there was one case in, what was it, Minnesota, where a Somalian, a black police, from the Somali community, I believe, who shot and killed a white woman uh who accidentally he shot and killed her he and his white partner were called to a a scene of a suspicious person and when they drove down this alley uh apparently the white woman came out to come to the police car to give them instructions on where to look or who they were looking for. And the black Somali policeman shot across his partner through the window and killed this white woman. Well, you know, you didn't hear nothing from the NRA or none of the police unions or nobody defending that that black man for killing that white woman. They hurried up and had his trial and hurried up and gave him his time. You know, and what was so cold, he was so happy to become a policeman, to represent his community. He was held in such high esteem by the Somalian community and all of that. Okay, anyway, last one, number 10. We want land, bread, housing, education, clothing, justice, and peace. And as our major political objective, a United Nations supervised plebiscite to be held throughout the black colony in which only black colonial subjects will be allowed to participate for the purpose of determining the will of black people as to their national destiny." That's strong, ain't it? When in the course of human events, If you get mistreated long enough, you have the right to tear something up. (laughs) This is being recorded. It will be put up so that you can find it easily. Because it's important that you, if you don't know it, or if you know people who don't know what the Black Panther Party was about, you can send them the link to this. Because this is what we want, what we believe is the the 10-point... program and platform of the Black Panther Party for self-defense. It was 56 years ago. It's still the same today and just as relevant. That's the sad thing. All right. I go now and um, as always I say, no justice, no peace, no love, K-N-O-W.